0: Monroe is more than my hometown. It's where I grew up, met my best friends, met the love of my life. It's where I chose to raise my kids and build my life. My name's Corey Kunder, and this is my hometown story. My hometown story started on a small gravel road south of Monroe called Kunder Road. Uh, It was named after my family. They uh, moved a house there, and nobody had the name Kunder Road, so they decided to call it Kunder Road. Uh, only two houses on that entire road it's uh but it's a really awesome place. I mean I grew up in a in between some farmland uh, I had a really nice creek the honey creek that ran right next to the road uh, I had so many memories of growing up there uh, from running and biking up the gravel road to walking my dog to Throwing footballs and baseballs and all that stuff around the yard uh, as a kid and uh, just such a great place to, to grow up. Go, going under the bridge and skipping some rocks and uh, heading up to the neighbor's house and um, playing on their farm and so many memories of growing up in the country. Uh, I wouldn't trade it for a single thing. Uh, my upbringing out in the country was one of the most incredible things I've ever experienced. Um, my parents within the last year have sold their, their house in the country and moved to town. And, um, I'm grateful that they're, they're in town and, uh, life is much easier when you're a couple minutes away from the store versus a 10 minute drive. But, um, I know they wouldn't trade it for the world either. Having lived out in the country for over 40 years, it was a tough thing for them to do, to move to town. And I know, I know they miss it, but certainly life is much, uh, much easier for them these days. But I, you know, for me being able to, to grow up and have close relationships with people around me in the country, uh, was really great. I know, I know I would have got it in town. Um, Monroe has such a tight knit community. I'm, I know I would have got that same experience, uh, in town, but there was something about, you know, hopping on the bus, uh, and riding that, we were the second to last stop on the bus, so spent a lot of time on there uh, as a kid and uh, met a lot of people through that and just you know, being around the country and the farm or farms around here, uh, just, just so much fun to, to be able to live in the country and um, just ha- have that lifestyle. You know, growing up, I, I was an athlete, a three-sport athlete. I wrestled, I played football and baseball, and I had so much pride. In putting that Monroe jersey or singlet on, uh, all the time. I mean, I remember growing up and uh, watching all these all these wrestlers that were older than me. Uh, they're making it to state, and uh, we we'd go to dual meets all the time and watch the intensity in the in the gym at the Monroe High School and see see the passion that these kids are putting through to the sport they love and, and the, honestly that's probably where I got my passion for the sport of wrestling was uh, as a young kid going to going to the gym in Monroe High School and seeing seeing these kids lay it on the line and represent their school with so much pride um, you know Monroe Monroe is a special place um, I don't think I would have wanted to grow up anywhere else I think for me uh, the small tight-knit community of Monroe rallies around sports in in the school, especially, uh, whether it's, uh, athletic event or a play or really anything in the community, our, our community really brings it together and supports as much as possible. Uh, it's, it's such a great community. I'm so proud that I, I was able to grow up here. I, uh, like I said, I wrestled, I played football and baseball for most of my life. I started when I was about six years old with all those sports and, and competed all the way through high school. Uh, I stopped after my senior year of high school. I, I was really burned out in sports. Um, but honestly, um, being able to put on those shoulder pads and uh, I wore number 10 in high school uh, for football, being able to do that, was so incredible. I, I remember sp- the specific conversation I had with, with Coach Witt when I got called up to varsity my freshman year. Um, <laughs> I was actually at home. Uh, I think I fell asleep on the couch or something, and uh, my parents come running down and say, hey, Coach Witt's on the phone for you. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I was a freshman. I had just moved up to JV that, I think it was that week, um, and... I get on the phone, I said, hey, Coach Wood, how you doing? Um, he said, we'd like you to come up to varsity and, and and be on the team with us. And, you know, I it was one of those moments where I just, I was shocked. I mean, just this, this freshman who just got moved up to JV, um, I was a quarterback at the time, and um, just really excited for the opportunity to, to head up to varsity. And for me, it was you know, I was a, I was a backup. I wasn't going to see the field freshman year other than, you know, garbage time at the end of the game. And, uh, even still, uh, I remember getting called up and I think this was even before I got officially added to the varsity roster. We had a scrimmage and, uh, they pulled me over to the scrimmage and, uh, did some reps on varsity and uh, just being able to to hang out with the guys on the sidelines they fully embraced me as a freshman coming onto the team and uh met a lot of great people through that that i never would have if i wouldn't have the experience of of suiting up on friday nights under under the lights on tr holyoke field uh our teams in high school were never great um my one of those years we we um got really close to to making the playoffs but we didn't make it uh we were one game away from making it. But, you know, the memories I have of of getting under center on that field, uh, dropping back to pass, or uh, I played some linebacker and defensive line, and uh, I punted, I played some fullback. I, I was all over the field. Um, never that great. I um, feel like I had a lot of potential in a lot of these sports that I never really lived up to. But it doesn't matter. I mean, I, I'm sitting here. 12 years after I graduated high school, uh, thinking back about the fond memories I had of competing for mineral high school. And it was just phenomenal. Um, just to look back and see, and, and think about the crowds we used to bring to, to the high school field. I know there's a lot more stadiums we'd go to that had a lot of cheering fans and whatnot, but uh, there was always something special, uh, looking up in the In the stands and seeing your friends and family up there and seeing seeing me um you know growing up i my dad and brother and i used to go to football games all the time and i'd sit in the stands and watch watch the monroe athletes out there and you know dreaming that that was going to be me someday and you know i got that chance i got the chance to suit up on varsity for four years um freshman year i i got in a couple different times and and completed a couple passes here and there um sophomore year i same kind of thing i played jv and suited up for varsity and ended up playing a lot my my last game of my sophomore year and it uh i did not have a good game uh i think i was three for seven with three interceptions uh it was it wasn't wasn't pretty but uh, it was a really good experience for me and then uh, coming into junior year I was actually changing positions still playing quarterback but I was I was the backup quarterback and uh, I moved to linebacker uh, and played a lot of outside linebacker in the preseason camp and uh, the Wednesday before our first game I uh, I got playing scout team defense actually got injured hurt my knee and missed uh, the first six weeks of the season and uh you know coming back i had I'm mcl injury i didn't have very good lateral movement uh and playing linebacker you need a lot of a lot of good lateral movement so came back and didn't play a whole lot uh tough you know being that i had i was up on varsity for the first two years and really hoping to to make an impact my junior year and ended up not seeing the field much that year and then coming around senior year um I ended up moving to defensive line and I played most of the year at uh, defensive end and nose tackle and I punted um, pretty solid punter in high school uh, played some quarterback too uh, I played half a game and had 150 yards and a couple touchdowns and a whole lot of fun that game uh, playing quarterback but honestly um, we were never a, a really great football team when I was in high school never sniffed the playoffs um, but honestly had a lot of fun memories from playing on on tr holyoke field and playing uh at all these other fields that we played at in high school played against some some guys that ended up um playing division one football and uh just had a really really great experience uh throughout that there are some things i wish that would have gone a little bit different in my my high school football career wish i would have had some different opportunities um but you know it is what it is. Um, I'm sitting here 12 years later, rambling on about my high school football career. And, um, you know, honestly, like it was, it was a blast to be able to represent Monroe high school and, um, just had, had a lot of fun met a lot of great people and some of my best friends, uh, I played football with on that field. Switching over to wrestling. Uh, I was a four year starter for wrestling in high school. Um, my freshman year, I was 189 and 215 and, uh, I weighed about 182 pounds in uh, my senior year or my freshman year. I was wrestling a lot of 215 pounders who are grown men. Uh, let's be honest; those those guys are uh, uh, big guys who matured, and I was not mature enough at the time to to stack up against those guys. So I had a really rough freshman year. Uh, I went eight and eighteen, and I think four of my wins were uh, forfeits. <laughs> So that tells you I had had a couple solid wins there but um, pretty rough going my freshman year and you know coming off a a fairly decent youth career it was a little challenging to to go up and down there. Um, I did wrestle some JV tournaments and I was undefeated on JV so it it felt like I had some potential but could never get over the hump on on varsity there. Um, Sophomore year I, I improved a bit I was down to 189 and i think i was 14 and 19 my freshman or sophomore year so i was able to able to get some good quality wins in the year and um made a run at regionals almost made it to sectionals um but fell one match short um but it was it was a really good time and then junior year i had kind of a breakout season um i was up to 215 i only weighed like 200 pounds that whole year but um, I ended up the year at 28 and 15, got stuck at a, a regional with two guys and ended up, I believe placing at state or, um, near that really tough weight class that year. But, um, I, I had some really good wins on the year. I started, I started taking control of my matches a bit more, you know, my freshman and sophomore year, I was, was a little more timid, um, wasn't wasn't as aggressive as I could have been and come junior year I think I started the season out by teching winning by tech fall 15 nothing to start the season something like that and so I um I really became a lot more aggressive and uh more prepared and I put more time into it the first couple of years I was kind of just going through the motions and uh, my junior year I decided you know let's let's ramp it up a bit so doing some extra work outside of the the room, um, more conditioning and things like that. And I think it helped, helped a lot. Um, but couldn't quite make it, uh, make it beyond that, uh, regional tournament there. And then senior year, uh, I had really, really high expectations for myself. I put in a lot of work over the summer, um, lifting and and training and, um, thinking back on it. I, I wish I would have been able to get some more mat time, uh, back then, but you know, it is what it is. A three sport athlete. So I was, I was playing sports year round and, um, wrestling was definitely my number one sport, but not, um, didn't go to any clubs or anything back in 2010. There wasn't as, the club scene wasn't as big as it is now. But anyway, um, come in my first match, uh, my senior year, I am going for a major, uh, about to, about to pin a kid. He flips me over against madison east and uh, about pins me um he does he doesn't pin me i ended up winning the match i think i think i got the major in that match but uh, wasn't exactly how i wanted to start my senior year i i think i was getting close to a tech fall in that match too but anyway win that match uh very next day we're we're heading to reedsburg for uh, a dual a dual tournament and i'm sitting there Um on the, on the bus ride home from Madison East to Monroe, it's about an hour and senior year, uh, me and my buddy Josh are sitting there. We're just sitting there reflecting about our, our high school careers. Uh, it was a really cool moment. Actually, him and I, uh, used to go to these, these, uh, random youth wrestling tournaments together. I remember him and I would sit in the stands and play, play Game Boy sometimes. And, um, it would really just like most of the, the other team, uh, the, youth team would go to a different tournament and we go to some tournaments that I think helped us build some more confidence when we were kids. Uh, so maybe not as tough as some of the other tournaments that were going on, but helped us get a little bit better and build that confidence when we were kids. Anyway, Josh and I were sitting there, um, really reflecting about our, our high school careers. He had missed, uh, the year before he had torn his ACL. And so, um, he really missed a big chunk of his high school career too. So we were talking about how um, just all the memories we had of growing up and wrestling, and um, I, I had kind of said, you know, I I've avoided major injuries in high school because I had battled some knee injuries in in middle school, and the very next day, I really wish I wouldn't have said that. Um, wrestling the number one guy in the state, I had um, trained all off season to wrestle this guy. I, he had placed third in state the year before, uh, and I was, I was ready to go, um, head out on the mat. We're wrestling for about 15 seconds. I go take a shot. My foot gets planted on the mat. He drives me over and I rip up my entire ankle. Like everything is torn in it. My second match of my senior year in the sport that I was the most passionate about. My dad, brother, and I would go to wrestling tournaments every single weekend from the time I was probably seven or eight years old. We would go to tournaments almost every weekend and support the Monroe High School wrestling team. And for me, I had lived and breathed wrestling. And this is my senior year. I'm ready to rock and roll. I... I want to make an impact. I'm wrestling the number number one guy in the state. Uh, the guy I had trained against the entire the entire off season. I, I was pumped. I was ready for this match. I was attacking this first ten seconds of the match, and I'm already shooting. A couple of years before that, that wouldn't have been that wouldn't have happened at all. And so, I end up missing half of my senior year in wrestling due to this injury. And um, honestly, I came back too soon. I came back and. Uh, I really wanted to put it on for uh, myself and for our our school. I mean, like I said, um, being able to put that Monroe singlet on on varsity for four years uh, was something i I will cherish forever. Um, this this town is it means so much to me to live here and to have and I had just have so much pride for it. and so I really wanted to get back and, uh, get back on the mat to prove that I could I could do it. I could go out there and win matches and um, I had wanted to make it to state and, and all that And um, One of the biggest tournaments of the year is the, the Bi-State Classic up in lacrosse and I had a goal of getting back on the mat to wrestle there I had just missed out on placing the year before it's a 60, 70 plus team tournament One of the biggest tournaments in the state and the year before i had made it to the second day and um ended up losing one round away from from meddling and you know i was (laughs) that was tough um i was really hoping to make the stand there anyway um coming into senior year i honestly thought i was gonna make a really big impact that year and um there was a lot of guys that i i felt like i could beat that were at the tournament and i come in could barely walk I, I barely trained leading up and up to bi-state and i i decided that was a tournament i was coming back coaches you know they gave me the all clear to, to head back out there and and um just didn't perform I ended up wrestling the, the number one guy in d3 that year um chad johnson uh, my very first match at, at bi-state and I took him down right away but that was it um i couldn't shoot um, that ankle was not ready and coming back, I came back too soon and that hindered me the rest of the year. I was not able to, I didn't have confidence. I think that was the biggest thing for me is I didn't have the confidence in myself in my ankle to effectively wrestle how I needed to wrestle. And so that was a big struggle for me is, is that, and I ended up, I made sectionals that, that year. Um, I got paired up with, uh, Matt Turdeau, the guy I got hurt against very first match at sectionals. And then, um, episode three guest Cody Endress was my second match at sectionals. And, um, I'll just kind of run, run through those matches quickly here. So I knew as soon as I got the, the brackets for sectionals, I knew it was going to be a tough road to make it to state. Uh, the number one and number two guys in the state were on my same side. I had to beat one of them to have a chance to make it to state. Um I had to beat both of them to secure my spot at state, but uh there was a path backwards that um I I could have you know beat one of them and, and made it. Anyway, um wrestling Matt Turdo, the guy that I lost to, the guy I trained for all off season. Uh he hadn't been taken down the entire year. Um he probably didn't even give up a point the entire year up to that point and um i remember my brother uh, right before right before the match He's like go out and pancake him put him on his back Let, let's see see what you got you know last potentially last tournament of my life uh lay it all on the line let's see what happens well matt took a lazy shot and i i put him right on his back uh, had a f- got some back points um he ended up getting out of it and i had a 4-0 lead to start the match and um similar to chad johnson at bi-state it did not end well Um, he ended up coming back and pinning me in that first period but the roar of the crowd was something i'll never forget um i guess this is my second to last match of my life and i had an entire gym just erupt when the number one guy in the state gets put on his back if i would have pinned him I more than likely would have lost my next match to cody and he wouldn't have been able to make the state and so that was a pretty big moment for him uh to be able to to come off his back and and pin me and get over get over that but um there was a that was that was a really big moment in in my wrestling career you know some guys have have big moments where they're winning state titles or making the state tournament and you know i just have small moments uh, being an, a fairly average wrestler I have some small moments where i I made some small splashes like taking Matt down taking Chad Johnson down um, I ended up wrestling Cody Endress, uh to end my high school career uh, it was it was really kind of interesting because Cody and I had a, a big rivalry back in like middle school uh, him and I used to wrestle nearly every weekend and Always really close matches. He usually came out on top, but he definitely um, he definitely got a lot better in high school. I I didn't progress quite as much as as him, and he ended up being a three time I think three time state place winner. Um, but it was um, he he definitely uh, he had the upper hand that match for sure. And uh, but it was it was kind of cool to go out and wrestle a guy that you've that uh, I wrestled a ton. Had, had really great respect respect for so that was kind of my high school wrestling career uh it was it was a blast to be able to put that Monroe singlet on and, and represent this town in in really good fashion I I feel like you know I always tried to represent myself uh as best as I could uh, on and off the mat and um there were some times where I probably didn't represent myself as well as I should have, but, you know, heat of the moment when you're 16 years, 17 years old, I'll get to you. But I do know that um, every time I stepped on the mat wearing the Monroe singlet, I felt pride. And I felt like I had the, a community of incredible people uh, following me and, and supporting me along the way. Off to baseball. Uh, I was a three three year uh, varsity letter winner on for baseball too. Uh, my freshman year, uh, I I played JV and uh, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I throughout my early high school career, I was always bumped up to JV or varsity for every sport, and it was it was really cool to kind of be able to play sports with some some people I hadn't normally played with, uh, and so that was a lot of fun, and, um, you know, it was funny. Uh, My sophomore year, uh, I played a little bit of JV, and uh, fairly early on in the season, I ended up getting moved up to varsity. Uh, But one of my buddies, Matt, him and I used to have these (laughs) – these competitions during games, um, for some reason, him and I both used to just crush the ball. Um, we'd, we'd get doubles all the time. So we'd always have doubles competitions and see who would, who would get the most doubles each game. And uh, there'd be times where, you know, it felt like nearly every game it would be like I'd go two for three. He'd go three for four. Um, we'd always bat on JV. It was like he was three and I was four. So. He'd get on base, and I'd, I'd get all the the RBIs. I'd bring him in. So I'd, I was always cheering for him to get some doubles. But uh, it was so much fun to be able to, to, to play with him and play with the team. And uh, Matt and I actually got put on the traveling baseball team together uh, in sixth grade. And so we'd always we'd warm up together, and you know, just really good friends still to this day. I was the the best man at his wedding, and uh, just it's really cool to see the, the relationships you build through, through sports in small towns. Um, I've, I've built so many great friendships and, uh, still stay in touch with some folks from, from back then. And, um, some, I, you know, don't talk to that often, but if I I run into them, it's like, you haven't, haven't stopped talking in the last decade or so. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see that, uh, my sophomore year, you know, getting moved up to varsity was pretty challenging for me i went from going two for three or three for four most games and playing third base to getting put on varsity uh, mid-season and um, really just being in the dh i didn't play a whole lot of didn't play much in the field and for me that was really tough i i needed to be involved in the game and i honestly really loved playing defense Uh, played a lot of third base in my career played some shortstop junior year too but it was so much fun to be able to to um, get moved up and and get that challenge because, like I said, being on JV, I, I was doing pretty well. And so um, that the transition from JV to varsity midseason is really, really challenging. It was for me at least. I, I think I ended up adding like 240 or 250 that year. And um, coming off cold off the bench, uh, de-aging was really, really tough. You know situations. You know, you just need to be aware of situations that are happening in the game and and whatnot. But it was it was a really cool experience to be able to play with some of the guys I played football with and and I don't think any wrestlers were on the baseball team. But it was it was cool to kind of bring that full circle. And then sophomore year, I got I was a starting third baseman. Or junior year, I was a starting third baseman uh, for the baseball team. Uh, I, I did get slid over to shortstop for for a little bit uh so i played both third and short my my junior year and similar batting average like 240 somewhere in there um i felt like i had a lot of potential in baseball that i never lived up to um i was always really pretty good on the on defense and um, had some power at, at the at the plate but didn't really uh, live up to you know the guy that got brought up as a sophomore Um, senior year was um, we had a coaching change my senior year and so um, it was a little bit different going through that coaching change and I ended up starting most of the year at third base um, split some time uh, with Matt actually playing third base and you know it was it was a really challenging year for me honestly it was I I had just Wrapped up my wrestling season in a in a way I did not expect, and I really struggled with that. Um, you know, letting go of of being a wrestler was tough for me. Um, it was kind of my one of my core identities, actually was was being a wrestler, and so that was tough. And then um, just through the coaching change, that was that was challenging for me too. They were kind of heading in a, a different direction with the program, and so it was challenging to to go through that and splitting time is tough when you you've been on varsity for for two years and you're splitting time uh, but it's especially tough when you're splitting time with one of your best friends uh, that was that was really challenging to go through um, you know him and I we, we both did decent our senior year I think we both expected to, to play more and do more and and really just have a really great years you know him and I had played together since sixth grade and um, had always been really successful up to that point. And so when your, your last hurrah on a baseball diamond uh, is kind of split in time that way, it's really tough. So it is what it is. Uh, I wish my, my baseball career would have turned out a bit different as baseball is. I, I love baseball. It's, it's probably my favorite game. Um, Wrestling is my favorite sport. Uh, baseball is my favorite game i think shane sparks one of my former guests on the podcast here said something like that too it's um being able to represent Monroe high school uh, on the baseball diamond is really incredible for me too to be able to um you know do do interviews for the radio and uh newspaper and uh know that you're representing your your hometown school and uh, there's just so much pride there uh i always felt just an incredible amount of pride uh, for representing Monroe uh, in, in all those ways. Um, mostly for me, it was through sports that I was representing my high school uh, in my hometown. Um, but, you know, moving on, uh, after high school, I went to Edgewood College and um, didn't have a whole lot of Monroe folks head over to Edgewood. We had a few, um, but not, not a ton. There's other schools that definitely had a lot more Monroe students. So it was kind of nice for me to, uh, disconnect a bit from my hometown. You know, you, you build your identity in your hometowns and people know you and kind of judge you based on, on that. And my identity was definitely an athlete. And so I'm probably going to have an entire episode related to this at some point in time, but you know, I really, really struggled with my identity, uh, as I moved out of high school and moved into college and didn't really know who I was. Definitely had some close friends and um, girlfriend at the time. Now wife uh, was definitely supportive of every, of everything. But it was definitely challenging to to leave your hometown. Um, you know, I grew up on a gravel road in the woods, and I was heading off to Madison, um, big city, to uh, to go to school for four years and figure out what I want to do with my life. And it's a big step. Um, ended up going into business management and uh, doing really well in school. Um, Definitely wish I would have uh, been a little bit more involved when my first year in college, because I think that was the biggest struggle, um, biggest transition for me was that first year of college. But come uh, sophomore year, I got involved. Ended up becoming president of the Rotaract Club, which is a college version of Rotary. Um, Ended up... a keynote speaker at a downtown madison rotary meeting in front of 500 executives uh, by the time i was graduating college it was crazy never would have expected anything like that uh, heading into college but you know it, it really all comes back to uh, the hard work the dedication that i built in my hometown of monroe uh, i had so many incredible people around me growing up from from my parents and my brother, um, his wife to uh, extended family and, uh, coaches that I had throughout the years. I had so many incredible coaches, uh, that helped me navigate life when I was a kid. Um, and just dedicated so much time to, to growing and developing me. I mean, coaching is such a selfless thing to do. You know, these youth, coaches and high school coaches they don't do it for any sort of money or some may do it for accolades but i mean they're really truly focused on developing these kids and and not only you know the coaches some of the coaches that i had around me weren't just focused on me as an athlete they were focused on me as a human being and developing me into uh somebody who has great character who's hardworking who will do what's best for people uh, and really honestly I, I think i started developing that at a really young age uh just due to my involvement in wrestling i think that was the biggest driver in my life uh, there's so many things i learned about myself through the sport of wrestling and the things that were taught to me through it, it i would never ever take that for granted um just one of the best experiences of my life was being involved in that sport. But I had other coaches outside of just wrestling that, that made a huge impact in my life. And, um, I wouldn't be where I am today without, without those people. And, you know, I had teachers too. I had some incredible teachers through the Monroe school district that helped, helped me navigate through life. Um, just so many, so many awesome relationships and experiences that I've, I've had in this town. And, Um, you know, I ended up graduating college and my wife and I lived in Belleville for a year and, um, just, she worked in Monroe, I worked in Madison and it it made sense for us to live, you know, halfway, halfway between 30 minute drive for each of us. And, you know, it just, just never felt like home. We lived there for about a year and it was a great place to live. Um, really liked the small town feel of it, but it just, it wasn't Monroe it wasn't where we wanted to raise our kids it wasn't where we wanted to to buy a house and and learn how to be adults outside of um being in college and uh, so we ended up living there for about a year and uh bought our house in in monroe um and that's that's history man i mean we ended up we've been we've been back in monroe for Uh, six and a half years, I think is when we bought our house. I wouldn't trade it for, for the world. I, the majority of the time I've, we've lived here, I've worked in Madison and the last couple of years I've been working at home. But prior to that, I was driving to Madison every day and, you know, it's, it's worth it to me to, to be able to drive up and work in Madison and, um, you know, make an impact up there, but be able to come home, uh, to the place that shaped me into who I am. is just great. I mean, I see people at, at the store at Walmart, you know, I haven't seen in a while and, you know, you chit chat with them and, uh, it's like, like I said, you know, those relationships you build when you're young. Um, there's some people I can send a message to and it's like, we haven't, we haven't talked for a couple of years, but it's like, it's like the relationship is still there, and so it's it's so cool to see that in a small town. I know for a fact I wouldn't have got that, that kind of thing if I I lived in a bigger town. Um, yeah, Monroe is just—it's unlike any other any other small town I've been been to. Um, the the community here, there's so many incredible people in this community who who give back, who will literally take their shirt off their back to help people, who um, just want the best for this community and and these people and, uh, you know, it's it's just an incredible place. I'm so glad that I live here. I'm so glad my parents chose Monroe. Um, My mom grew up in New Glarus and my dad grew up in Judah and For some reason they uh they found a place on a a gravel road they my dad literally moved the house from a different road to to the spot on on the gravel road in the woods and um you know the rest is is really history there i mean the experience of, of living there uh of being involved in multiple sports to uh just being a part of this community has been just incredible I wouldn't want to live any any other way honestly I don't think No, you know I had dreams at some point in my life of moving away and, and doing something else and uh, maybe even exploring different states and things like that but honestly Monroe is home Monroe will always be home even if I do end up moving moving away at some point in time this place will always be home to me. It's, it's always going to have a special place in my heart. So yeah, I'm just, I'm just honored to have represented Monroe high school, uh, for my time when I was there, I'm honored to, uh, host this podcast. Uh, I'm really trying to showcase Wisconsinites, but I've had a huge emphasis on Monroe and green County, um, Part of it is due to you know the listeners out there I have a lot of listeners around the area but it's what I'm passionate about too uh, I'm passionate about this area uh, I've met so many great people uh, from different walks of life through this podcast but I've also met some really great people that I didn't know from this community and so I'm just excited to continue to tell these stories to uh, to showcase our my hometown and Uh, the great state of Wisconsin and just the incredible people we have uh, right here in our our backyard here in Monroe so uh, thank you for listening to this episode of Wisco Legacy it's a bit different uh, to me talking about uh, my experience in my hometown and um, you know ever since since we've moved back it's been been so positive Uh, like I said it's I would never want to I don't think I would ever want to live anywhere else other than Monroe so thank you all for listening and tuning into this episode of Wisco legacy, uh, hoping to do a little bit more content. That's kind of similar to what we're doing here. Um, telling some stories and, uh, maybe get some guests on to talk about some stories, some stories we have here, but it's, um, it's really exciting. Uh, I, I just want to thank everybody for supporting Wisco legacy. It's been a really fun side passion project for me to, to work on. And, um, If anybody ever wants to be a guest or wants to, uh, or knows anybody that would, um, want to be involved in Wisco Legacy, want to write some articles or help showcase, uh, Monroe or this state, just reach out, uh, DM me on, on social media or, um, reach out to me at Corey at WiscoLegacy.com. just having fun uh, just talking into a mic and uh, meeting incredible people and helping them tell their stories. So it's, it's so much fun. Um, I really, really appreciate everybody who, who tunes into this. And um, if you haven't already hit subscribe on YouTube uh, and also um, rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts Uh, and follow us on social media at Wisco legacy. That would help us help us out a lot. Um, So again, thank you all for tuning in to, This episode of Wisco Legacy, this is my hometown story.